You're listening to Tottenstown. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. As you can see, once again, lone wolfing it today. Tanner is still gone on vacation, hoping to have him back for the game review show uh, that we'll be recording probably Sunday night or Monday sometime. But guys, it's finally here. Regular season football for the NFL is back tonight. As I'm recording this, it's Thursday, September 9th. Tonight, we have the Cowboys and Buccaneers facing off. Just want to say right quick, prediction for that game, I think the Buccaneers are probably going to take it. Just open it up as the defending Super Bowl champs. And, I mean, last time we saw that defense – that defense was giving the Chiefs a fit, so I, I don't know how the Cowboys are going to be able to match up against that. So just want to throw that out there. But before we really jump into this show, make sure if you want to support the podcast, you go check out our merch. All you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify, that's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash collections. You'll see our Hats, shirts, shorts, phone cases, stickers, all kinds of all kinds of items. So, guys, make sure to go check that out. If you want to follow us on social media, and promise me you want to follow us on social media, you're gonna see some uh, fan interaction later in this show. I say, see it. I'm gonna bring it into the show. But one thing we're going to try to incorporate in all of our game predictions is interacting with some of our followers on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook and get your score predictions for each game for the Titans. We want to get your bold predictions. So make sure you're following us following us on all social platforms. Twitter is Titans underscore time. Instagram, Titans time podcast. Facebook, Titans time. And, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you've already found it, Titans Time Podcast. If you're listening to the audio pod, haven't checked out the YouTube, go check it out. If you're listening on the audio pod, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatever podcast platform it is, make sure you're following or subscribed. Go down, rate us five stars, and leave us a comment. Let us know your thoughts on how you think the game's going to go, or if you're first time you check us out is when you listen to our game review let us know what your thoughts on the game were if you're watching on youtube go down that red subscribe button hit it turn it gray hit the bell notification beside it so you never miss when we upload a video also make sure to drop a like on the video we really appreciate it share the video with your family friends other football fans we love the interaction love the back and forth with other teams fans And make sure to leave a comment on the video, kind of like what I said with the audio pod. Just go down, give us your thoughts on the game, your predictions, all that good stuff. Now, before we jump into our game predictions and everything for the Cardinals who are coming into town this Sunday, one thing I want to do is go over the Titans schedule again for this year. Normally, Tanner and I would have put out another video we done one a little bit earlier when the schedule was first released just kind of a rough 
all right, this is where we think the Titans will finish. But so we, you know, I want to go back now that the season's finally here. We've seen preseason, seen training camp, and seen who the Titans have on their team and where kind of everyone's lining up. So we open up the season, of course, with the Arizona Cardinals. Then we travel out to Seattle. The Colts come to town. Then we go up to New York to face the Jets. Go down to Jacksonville, you know, where Derek Henry owns a lot of real estate. Buffalo comes to town on Monday Night Football, followed up by Kansas City coming to town on that Sunday. I know, guys, tough part of the schedule there. Then we go up to Indianapolis, go out to L.A. for Sunday Night Football. Then New Orleans comes to town. Houston comes to town. Then we go up to New England. We know what happened last time we went up there. Then we have our bye week. Then Jacksonville comes to town. Derrick Henry gets to see them again and have all the fun that he wants to. Then we go to Pittsburgh. San Francisco comes to town for Thursday night football. Then Miami comes to town, and then we travel to Houston. So I want to dive into this a little bit more. And, guys, make sure to go check out Titan Titans Rossi's channel because I seen him doing this. I left a comment on his YouTube video, but he asked everyone watching his live stream what they thought the worst case scenario record-wise for the Titans would be this year. Asked what the best case was and then asked how he how everyone thought they would finish the season. He went through, broke down the schedule, done a really great job and you know, I just went through and commented and let him know my thoughts, so I want to share them with y'all as well. My prediction for the worst-case scenario for the Titans record this year, I have them 11-6 and six as worst-case scenario. I They've improved their defense this year, hopefully. They, they've definitely revamped it. Then the offense has only gotten better by adding Julio Jones to the mix. So... My best case scenario for the record is going to be 14 and 3. Reason I'm right there is just because, I mean, let's face it, you have to take each week one game at a time. And the, while yes, I would love to say that the Titans are going to go undefeated. And disclaimer every week when we do our game previews, I'm probably going to pick the Titans to win. So don't come at me. This is me right here saying, okay, here's my realistic predictions for them this season and what I think is going to happen. But we face all of the NFC West teams this year, and all four of those teams are tough. That is probably the toughest division in football right now because really you could probably make an argument that all of those teams could be playoff teams for the NFC. We also have to face the Bills, who you know they're going to be out looking for revenge against the Titans after last season. And then turn around on a short week and face Kansas City. So two powerhouses in the AFC. I feel like we're right up there with them. But that's that's two tough matchups back-to-back. But I believe the Titans will finish the season with a 12-5 and record. So going on the breakdown for this, I have them, spoiler alert, winning against the Cardinals. When they travel to Seattle, I have them losing. I have them beating the Colts the first time around, winning against the Jets, winning against the Jaguars. I do have them losing to the Bills on Monday Night Football. 
Yes, that hurts me to say, but again, I feel like the Bills are going to be out for revenge this year, and there's, I mean, they're coming to town, and I just think they're going to take that one. But after that loss, I have the Titans refocusing, getting back on track, and beating Kansas City. I do have them losing when we travel to Indianapolis. I just think that even though Carson Wentz, I'm not really sold on him up there. I don't think that he's going to be the answer for the Colts. Again, Wentz, prove me wrong. If you prove me wrong, I will give you credit for that. But I just I think the Titans and Colts will end up splitting. That's just where my mind is. And I would love for the Titans to go undefeated in the AFC South. But just something tells me that will not happen. Then, unfortunately, I do have the Titans losing to the Rams on Sunday night football. You just traveling out west, this Rams team is a really good team with a really good defense. And I feel like, I think we match up well against them. I do. But I think the Rams will get the better of the Titans in this game. Then I have us winning against the Saints, winning against the Texans. I have us doing what we done last time we went up to Foxborough and winning, you know, just against the Pats because, let's face it, that's that's how we left there last time. That's how we're going to leave here again. Then go into the bye week. I love that we have a late bye week. It lets our guys sit back, really rest up for the last part of the schedule and hopefully, you know, be resting up before a very deep playoff run. Coming out after the bye week and beating the Jags, I have us beating the Steelers because we should have beat them last year. I mean, if it had not been for that piss-poor first half that we had against them, we they wouldn't have stood a chance. So I have us getting revenge against them this year and beating the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Now, that being said, coming back to Nashville for Thursday night football, and this one does hurt, I have the Titans losing to the 49ers. The 49, I, I don't really know why on this. I just have a feeling that for some reason the 49ers will end up pulling out a win. And again, guys, I, I hope that's not the case. I hope the Titans just blow them out of the water that week. And then I have the Titans rebounding against Miami, getting a win, and beating the Texans in the last game of the season. I kind of dove into it a little bit. Just for some reason, I feel like the 49ers will pull out a win on that Thursday night game. Um, as I mentioned, I have the Titans going 5-1 and one in the AFC South uh, just because I think that game up in Indy, for some reason the Colts will find a way to get the better of us. Already talked about the Bills, and then the loss to Seattle. I feel like that's going to be another uh, tough matchup because we're going against two NFC West teams in a row. And as I mentioned, the NFC West is probably the toughest division in the NFL right now. So the Cardinals are coming to town, and then we have to travel out to Seattle. Titans don't necessarily travel well when it comes to going out west, especially far out west. So, again, that's just why I feel like they may end up dropping that one to Seattle. But I'm hoping for a surprise there because Seattle's defense is not that good. 
And I believe if the Titans can find a way to contain Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, like this is one of those cases where hopefully our defense is revamped enough that they can just shut those offensive weapons down for the Seahawks. And I think it's going to be a really good matchup. And But we'll dive into that more next week. Right now, we have to focus on the Redbirds coming here to Nashville, the Arizona Cardinals for the game on Sunday. And, man, I'm excited for this game. I'm going to get to be there for the home opener. You know the Titans are wanting to come out in this home opener in front of all their fans and just showcase how good they are going to be this year. They want to come out on fire, just put the Cardinals down, be done with it, but you know, taking it one game at a time. They don't want to look past the Cardinals. But you know, I just the energy that is going to be in Nissan Stadium is going to be electric, and I'm so excited for it. This is actually the first home opener game that I'm going to get to go to. So, you know, not only am I excited because I'm getting to watch my favorite team ever, the Tennessee Titans, but I get to be there for my first ever home opener supporting these guys. Come the game reaction, my voice is probably going to be gone. I'll be surprised if I can talk that much. So hopefully, again, Tanner will be back so maybe he can carry the show for us there. But we we got to get into uh, some keys to the game here, or keys for victory. I'm going to go ahead and start out with that. And one of the keys to victory is going to be the Titans have to make sure that they contain Kyler Murray. Because Kyler Murray is one of these dual-threat quarterbacks that can kill you with his arm, kill you with his legs, make plays with both. I mean, we've seen last year, he's got DeAndre Hopkins out there as a weapon, and if he gets in trouble, he can literally just drop back, throw it off his back foot, and say, hey, DeAndre's down there somewhere. He's going to come down with it. And, I mean, he can trust that that is going to happen. So what the Titans have to do is they can't get – too aggressive with their pass rush and run past him and open up places in the line for Kyler Murray to slide up and be able to take off running. Kyler Murray is a lot like Lamar Jackson in the way of you want to keep him moving east to west on the football field. You don't want him going north and south because if he's going north and south and working up the field, he he's going to kill you all game long and make plays. So you have to make sure that you keep Kyler Murray moving sideline to sideline. Do not let him get upfield. So that's why the Titans, yes, I want to see them get after Kyler Murray. And one advantage they have is Kyler Murray, he's a smaller quarterback. And smaller quarterbacks usually have have a lot of trouble getting the ball over their linemen. Like they have to be very strategic and find open pockets in the line to get their passes out. And I can't remember the exact number, but Kyler Murray had a lot of passes tipped at the line of scrimmage last year. We've seen from training camp videos and practice videos, that's one thing the Titans defensive linemen work on a lot is getting their hands up if they're not able to get back there to the quarterback and swatting at those passes. Jeffrey Simmons, this is where you come in. You love making plays like that. He had several balls that he tipped last year 
and that led to you know a couple turnovers here and there. But it's big plays like that on the defensive side that even though they may not show up in the stat sheet all the time, like him doing that could be very big. Keeping Kyler Murray in the pocket, getting your hands up and just knocking these passes down so that our linebackers and safeties and corners can maybe, you know, follow the tip drill. Hey, the ball's tip, let's go get it. Get our you know, get off the field. Let's get our offense back out here. Let Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones come out here and just feast on this Cardinals defense. But the I mean the Cardinals Again, they're not to be overlooked. But that's one key to the game for the defense, making sure you keep Kyler Murray contained. The next key for the defense, I'm throwing out two for them, you have to keep an eye on DeAndre Hopkins. He's a guy that we know all too well. He usually has pretty good games against the Titans. And he's one of the best receivers in the league. He is definitely a top three receiver in the league. I'm going to say he has the best hands in the league. He's a guy you have to watch out for. You have to know where he's at or else he is going to make your defense pay. And it will be a long game for your defense and just your team in general. So you, we have to keep him under control. We cannot let DeAndre Hopkins take over this game and win it for the Cardinals. Now, going to the offensive side. We know teams, more than likely, starting out the season, are going to be focused on slowing Derrick Henry down because teams feel like if you slow Derrick Henry down, you slow this offense down. So what I want the Titans to do, my key to the game for them, is to come out firing on all cylinders with this pass game. Make the Cardinals secondary find a way to stop A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Chester Rogers, <clears throat> Ferkser. I mean, make them find a way to stop all of these guys because we have the weapons for this pass game to be deadly. Something that hurts the Cardinals is Malcolm Butler. You know, prayers up to him and his family don't exactly know what's going on, but he ended up having to retire. And that's a big, you know, that's something that's really going to hurt the Cardinals, I feel like, because he was your bulldog, bulldog corner. He was going to either match up with AJ or Julio, and you have to feel like he had the mentality of if he stepped up against those guys, he was going to do everything he could to lock them up and take them out of the equation. He's not there now, so I don't know that they have that guy that can say, I'm going to take this person one-on-one right now, and I will be fine. Cardinals fans, look, I'm going to be honest. There's not much to go off of. This is the opening game of the season. We just had preseason. Most of the starters don't always play in the preseason. So I haven't really got – there's not much to see on your team. Mike Vrabel even come out and has said in his press conferences, look, we don't have, you know, much on them right now. We just have some of the preseason stuff, and everyone keeps the playbook a lot smaller in the preseason because they don't want to give away everything that they got planned for the year. So, you know, the the Titans need to come out and show off these new weapons they have. Show off why Julio Jones make, 
makes this offense even more dynamic than it was last year. I believe we had the third, you know, we our offense was ranked third in scoring offense last year. I we're probably going to take a step back, but we've improved our weapons. So sh- just sh- remind them why Julio Jones is also a top three receiver in this league, and why AJ Brown is an up and coming. Not not even up and coming. He has established himself in these first two years, but this is a season where he is going to elevate himself even more into the top wide receiver in the league category. Not saying he's going to overtake anyone, but he's working his ass off. The guy is going to get there. So that that's my key to the game for the offense and that's where I'm going to leave it because you know that Derrick Henry is going to come out and do his thing I feel like right now the Cardinals their game plan for week one is going to be coming out and stacking the box to try and make sure that Derrick Henry does not run wild on them because again teams think if you stop Henry you're going to stop this Titans offense that's not the case this year I'm telling you right now you better be careful. You bring, you go ahead and bring six, you know, put six, seven, eight guys in that box. You know, mainly the seven and eight. You do that, it, it's over for your secondary. You're not going to contain both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones like that. No, it, it's not going to happen. If you only have three guys out there, one on A.J., one on Julio, and a safety back trying to uh, shadow over both of them, mm-mm, not going to happen. One of them is going to beat their guy, and he's going to make that safety miss and be gone for a long touchdown. Just trust me on that. It, it'll happen if you're not careful. And, of course, then if you want to back up and you know, only put six guys in the box, Derrick Henry is going to have a field day. Now, I know the Cardinals are going to be relying on Isaiah Simmons and their first-round draft pick from this year, Xavier uh, Collins, believe I'm saying his first name right, he's a big boy. They've already said he's going to be starting in the middle for them. And I said it whenever the schedule was first released. Every rookie has their welcome-to-the-league moment, welcome-to-the-NFL moment. He is going to get his against Derrick Henry. I, I think that Derrick Henry is going to add him to the list of people that he has destroyed with a stiff arm. Just, that's not my bold prediction for this game. It's just a feeling that I have about this game. But the Titans, you know, not only are they seeing the familiar face of DeAndre Hopkins, they also have another familiar face in J.J. Watt. There was jokes all this offseason about how the Arizona Cardinals are the Arizona Arizona Texans now because they have DeAndre Hopkins. They have J.J. Watt coming to them. But in all seriousness, J.J. Watt, he's still a guy that has a lot of passion for the game. And if he stays healthy, he's a guy that can make an impact on the game. So the Titans are going to have to watch him, but he's not the only person on that defensive line or that's going to be rushing the passer for the Cardinals. You also have Chandler Jones, who him and the Cardinals, you know, last I seen they were having some 
off-season talks about contract stuff, this and that. But I believe he will be playing for them in the first week. Don't think he's going to set out anything like that. And again, Cardinals fans, if any of y'all are watching, you know, let me know how that situation's going. Because again, I mainly am looking at stuff for the Titans, seeing how things are going with them. But a, a lot of the the Cardinals have a really good team, and players you have to watch out for. I mean, that I have a list here of several players. Of course, you have Kyler Murray, you have DeAndre Hopkins, you also have AJ Green, who is going to be the Cardinals' second option. Yes, he's had a little bit of an injury history, but when you have him paired with DeAndre Hopkins, that can be a very dangerous wide receiver group if he stays healthy. I mean, he can you're still going to be looking at him going up against your second corner. And who do you give safety help to? Is your defensive front good enough to get after the quarterback to where you can drop enough guys out in coverage that you don't have to worry about which guy you're double teaming? Then I've already mentioned JJ Watt, Xavier Collins, you have Buda Baker that's going to be out there lurking around. You know he's going to be trying to force those turnovers, ball hawking, trying to get back there, get the interception, or even coming up and making plays at the line of scrimmage. I've already mentioned Chandler Jones opposite of J.J. Watt. May even see them line up on the same side to try and just overload one side of the line to get after Ryan Tannehill or get back there to slow down Derrick Henry. Uh, Chase Edmonds in the backfield. You have him and Kyler Murray. Both guys can make plays with their legs if you're not careful. We need to shut down the Cardinals' run game. Make Kyler Murray stand back there in the pocket and try and beat us with his arm. Also have some speed guys like Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella. Just you, The Titans' defense, one thing that has been better about them in this preseason and that gives everyone hope is their communication. There were a couple times last year where the communication was bad. They got beat on some deep bombs. We don't need to see that happen. Make sure that you do not let this Cardinals offense take the top off of the defense because if you do that, then you start backing up and that allows Kyler Murray and Chase Edmonds to get that run game back going and it's just going to be a lot of back and forth there. I mean, that's what the Cardinals want to do there. And another guy you have to watch out for on the defense is Isaiah Simmons. You know, I've took not necessarily some shots at the Arizona defensive backs. I've given Buda, Buda Baker his credit, but you also have Isaiah Simmons back there who can make plays as well. It's going to be interesting going against this Cardinals defense because I don't necessarily think that they're bad. They have some playmakers, and if the Titans aren't careful... This defense could get after us, and we we just can't make mistakes on offense. Just got to watch out for them. Now, if you've been listening to our show since last year, you know the way we like to close out these game previews is by giving our score predictions and bold predictions. As I mentioned earlier, we're trying something different this year. We want to get our followers more involved, and... So I put out a tweet uh, earlier this week, put out an Instagram post, a Facebook post. Again, you need to go check those out. Twitter, Titans underscore time. Facebook, Titans time. Instagram, Titans time podcast. 
We wanted to get y'all's thoughts. We want to include some of our followers' score predictions and bold predictions for each week. Last year, Tanner and I went back and forth on these, trying to see who could get the score right, trying to see who could get more bold predictions right throughout the year. I got to give him credit. He actually got a bold prediction right. I ended up not getting one right. He held that over my head, still been holding it over my head. So I got to make a comeback. I, I really do. First off, from Twitter, uh, or actually I reach out to a couple people because Twitter, no one really commented back on our post or on our tweet there. Guys, come on, fix that. If you're following us and you're watching the show, next week when we send that out, go comment your score prediction and give us a bold prediction. We would love to feature it on the show. We we want to get our followers and fans more involved in the show. So, reach out to my buddy, Titans Rossi. And for everyone listening, make sure you go give him a follow on Twitter. His Twitter is at Titans Rossi. That's T-I-T-A-N-S-R-O-S-S-I. And also, go check out his YouTube channel, All of this stuff will be linked in the description for the audio pod and on YouTube. But his YouTube is Titans Rossi. Again, I'll spell that out for you. T-I-T-A-N-S-R-O-S-S-I. Go subscribe to him on YouTube. Let's get his subscribers up more. If you like listening to us, you'll like listening to him too. He puts out great content. But his bold prediction... Four this week is he thinks that Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Ferkser will all get a touchdown catch this week. And his final score prediction for this game, he has the Titans winning 30-24. to Now I'm just going to say, any Cardinals fans, if you've made it this far, you're not going to like these score predictions because... All of us are Titans fans, so of course we're going to pick the Titans to win. So come on now. Now, another guy that I reach out to, I he he's putting out great content. He streams to Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch, and on YouTube, the Power Hour. You can find him on Twitter at the Power Hour 615. His Facebook is the Power Hour, and as I mentioned, his YouTube is is the Power Hour. So Twitter, if you're looking for that, it's T-H-E-P-O-W-E-R-H-O-U-R-615. His bold prediction for the game is that the game is going to be all offense until the late fourth quarter, and then the Titans are going to get the final possession, and his exact words were... Bickin' be kicking for the win. He has the Titans winning 24 to 21. Power Hour, gotta say, I, I love your prediction there, and I love how you phrase that because how I, I've been saying going with Ficken is Sam kicking Ficken, so I like that Ficken be kicking. Yeah, just I, I like that. Just just know. Now Maybe should have done his first since he is the co-host, but he's not here, lone wolfing it. I, I bumped him on down to third, and me and him discussed this a little bit, and he thought I was downing his uh, 
prediction some, but I, I promise you, brother, I wasn't. Tanner's bold prediction for the game, and him and Power Hour, even though they've never met, they somehow they, they were on that same wavelength. But Tanner's bold prediction was the game is going to be decide or the game is going to be undecided all the way until the final play. So he did not say if the Titans would win it on a field goal, if they would stop Arizona from scoring, or if they would score a late touchdown, what? He just said that it would not be decided until the final play. He also has the Titans winning this game 24-21. to Now, on Facebook, our post on there, we had a couple people comment back, had one of my longtime friends that I've known for forever, Drake Newton. His bold prediction for this game is that Julio Jones steals the show in his first game as a Tennessee Titan with seven receptions, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. And he has the Titans winning the game 35-28. to 28. Another uh, person that commented on our Facebook post, my brother-in-law, uh, Tommy or Thomas Peterson Jr. He gave a score prediction of Titans 24, Cardinals 21. So I'm starting to see a pattern here. All these people must know something besides, you know, like me, Drake, and a couple other people because they're all of them are kind of hitting on that 24 to 21. Then also reach out to another fan of the show, Luke Jerkins. His bold prediction is that the Titans' defense will force three turnovers and have at least four sacks. So you're talking about a hell of a game for this revamped Titans' defense. He thinks that they are going to come out on fire and just take over this game, basically, is what I'm getting. And his score prediction is he has the Titans winning 27-20. to Now, Luke... If you're listening, I do have to give you a little bit of shit because he said to when the schedule was first released and everything that he originally had the Cardinals winning this game. I mean, come on, Luke. Really? You're, you're going to go with the Titans losing the season opener, the home opener? But at least you've changed it, so i got to give you props there. But... The last prediction we have before I get to mine, another uh, friend of the show, avid listener, he's uh, he's got our post notifications turned on on YouTube, so we appreciate that. Andrew Shelton, his bold prediction is that Julio will have over 100 yards and will have two touchdowns in his Titans debut, and he has the Titans winning 31-17. to So, that's that's all of the fan and everyone that we reach out to, followers of the show. That That's everyone that's going to be featured on this show. That's all we had. But for your chance to be featured on next week's show when we're previewing the Seahawks game, just whenever you see that tweet go out or if you see that Facebook post or Instagram post, make sure to go comment on it. We, you know, we want your feedback on all of that. Now, getting into my score prediction and bold prediction. My bold prediction for this first game is that the Titans' defense is going to hold Kyler Murray to under 30 yards rushing 
and they will also hold DeAndre Hopkins to under 100 receiving yards. Now, in case you're sitting back like, oh, well, that's not too bold. Come on now. I went back and looked at the 2020 season in reference to Kyler Murray's rushing yards per game. And there were only five games in all of last season where Kyler Murray had 30 or less rushing yards. So uh, I feel like that's a pretty good prediction. And like I said, also throwing in holding DeAndre Hopkins to under 100 receiving yards because if Kyler Murray's not running it, you know he's going to be trying to sling the ball out to DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green. So I I think that would be something big if the Titans were able to do that and that it's actually a very bold prediction. And my score prediction, I had the Titans winning this game 31-17. to I just think that this revamped Titans defense is going to come out firing on all cylinders, do what they can to slow the Cardinals down, and this Titans offense with the addition of Julio Jones is just going to pick up where they left off last year and come out just scoring like crazy and have over 30 points in most of their games. I mean, they were a high-scoring offense last year. I think that continues in this first game to open up the season. And everyone, that's all I'm going to have for this show. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to being at this game and just being there for the season opener and the home opener. So excited that regular season football is back. The road the road to the Super Bowl starts this weekend going through the Arizona Cardinals in Nashville. Again, shout out to Titans Rossi and the Power Hour. Their uh, links to their Twitter, everything else will be down in the description below. This has been Titans Time, and as always, tighten up.